Right, so this is episode 61. 61 of the podcast. Um, how are you doing today, Pete? Good, man. I'm really well, I, I say good, but yeah. Considering the circumstances, it's been a it's been a pretty crazy week, right? It has, man. And it and it just been an absolutely crazy week. Oh, yeah. I mean, it you know, as everyone as everyone knows, it started with the shocking death of Taylor Hawkins, bless him. Yeah. Which, you know, terrible. Absolutely 50, terrible. 50, 50 years old, man. It's crazy. Yeah, 50. Um, and what, you know, what a great guy. I mean, you know, there's been tributes pouring out left, right and centre uh, for a man like him, which have all been incredibly fitting. And, you know, um, not much I can add to him really other than saying that, it, you know, he was a... I mean, that entire band are just a great set of lads. Do you know what I mean? A really nice bunch of blokes. And, yeah. you know, some are, some are sort of more shy than others, but, um, you know, all in all, just... Uh, really lovely and really welcoming to uh, you know to, to to newer bands and younger bands and they were just really ace with us. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's a that's a theme that you hear running through a lot of the tributes um, uh, to Taylor himself. Actually, um, mm-hmm. yeah, great guy. We spent when did we tour with him? We did Lollapalooza with him. I'm sure did we? Was it Lollapalooza or were it just Big Day Out? Do you know, I can't remember now. <laughs> Lollapalooza with Lollapalooza was Jane's addiction and oh god I'd have to double check but certainly the my um strongest memories of those guys is Big Day Out Australia which and it was our first one wasn't it which was 2003 and yeah that that was amazing and as I said they were really really friendly um I sort of nervously wandered over to Dave uh when he was in the sort of artist area and just sat and I had a, had a spliff with him. Do you know what I mean? No, I just, I smoked a spliff while he just sat there. <laughs> and we chatted about stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Dave, Dave's a top guy. They're all just, they're all really great lads. And I, uh, well, I can't, I think we were all there. I mean, it's difficult to sort of remember who was where at what time, but I distinctly remember being in the bar of one of the hotels. Cause obviously big day out, it sort of goes around different cities in Australia. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, everyone stays in the same hotels. So it's like a real traveling family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you all stay in the same hotels. So you're all in the same bars and stuff like that. And yeah, sat and drank a few daiquiris um, with those lads. Hmm. Um, yeah, cool absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, totally. But yeah, very, uh, very sad to hear of his passing, I suppose. You know, as it is, as it is when yeah. you're when you hear about most people, but I thought it might have um, resonated particularly with yourself, Pete, you know, being such a big oh, yeah. Foo Fighters fan, seeing them as many times as you have and, you know, things like that. Oh yeah. There's, so there's a lot of bands out there that I never got to see when I, you know, and I, and I look back and like, and somebody dies and you're like, Oh man, I'm never like, I never got to see Nirvana, you know? Yeah. And that just, <laughs> and I love Nirvana. <laughs> And that just makes me so like, uh, I just hate that. And uh, I knew that was never going to be the case with the Foo Fighters. And so I've seen them. Uh, I don't even know how many times now. I've seen them a lot of times. Mm. And I've kind of made this. I even and I take my daughter to see them. And, you know, and it's just like, you know, I'm not going to, you know. And there are certain groups that if I really like them, I'm going to make a point to see them while they're alive. You know, like I saw Prince and, you know, there's certain certain groups that if, if they're around, I want to I don't want to look back and like I did with Nirvana. And heck, I would have loved to have seen you know, Jimi Hendrix or somebody like that, but you know, they wasn't in my era and I didn't get, I didn't get that opportunity. So, uh, Mm. I always thought like, oh man, I'm so, I appreciate the fact that I got to see the Foo Fighters so many times and 
you know, <laughs> I was supposed yeah. to see them in May. I don't know if that's going to happen, but either way, you know, like I always said, I'm going to see them as many times as I can. Always got to see Taylor live. Never got to have a conversation with him. Um, if I did, I certainly would tell him how much I appreciate him and, and what he's done, you know. And then it got me thinking like with you guys, you know, like uh, I remember thinking out about you guys. I'm like, man, I've when I when you guys were coming to I remember thinking I'm never going to see the music because they're all the way over there and blah, blah, blah. And then when you came to Florida, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to see the music uh, because I, it's a bucket list. You know, I got to do it. And then, you know, meeting you and stuff. I, I remember I was thinking about this when Taylor died. I'm like, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to chat with you and tell you, hey. You know, before you die on this earth, hopefully that's a long time from now. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it'll probably be way uh, after me. You know, you like to make jokes. I'm so old. But <laughs> hopefully uh, before either of us leave this earth, we can at least share the fact that, hey, you made an impact and I appreciate what you do. And uh, yeah, you've done great music. So I've never had a chance to tell Taylor that, but I'm sure a million people have. So, yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, well, you know, I, I appreciate that, Pete, certainly. But um, yeah, very, very sad to hear about that. And I don't know, Matt, it's a, it's a, it can be a difficult existence. Do you know what I mean? Touring and, um, and you know, I think Taylor was quite open, wasn't he, about sort of... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, troubles in his life and things like that and yeah it, you know and it's a bit difficult when people just um dismiss it so easily do you know what i mean it's like well typical rock star or whatever yeah do you know what i mean and it's just like what what is that shit do you know what i mean yeah. like it's just empty empty sort of people making comments mm. like that really you know there's, there's no doubt the realities of the situation um but it's a bit i just find it a bit ghoulish really to uh yeah. to sort of be so dismissive about it yeah but um yeah very sad very sad about taylor hawkins and it's interesting actually to consider whether whether they will make those dates in may i mean man that's close isn't it yeah it's... i don't know and i really feel bad for dave to be honest i mean he, he experienced this with with kurt uh, yeah. to a certain extent and uh yeah you know, i know that taylor as he's he's been quoted as saying it was his spirit animal you know like mm. they were they were close man they were brothers in arms and so that's hard to come back from man i really uh, i have no expectations of seeing them in may uh, for the for what it's worth i mean who knows if they'll ever play again I mean, well, I, Dave can I, I easily have, hang it up, man. He's like, dude, I don't want to do this without Taylor. You know, it's not like another, it's not like you lose the keyboardist. You know, it's not like he's like, oh, we're going to miss that lad. But hey, here's our new keyboardist. <laughs> you know, this yeah. is, they weren't just bandmates. You know, they truly were best of friends. So, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I mean, I, th I think my instinct would probably say that they'd, they'd want to, they'd, you know, they'd certainly maybe want to be doing those dates. Do you know what I mean? It's one. It's it's very difficult though, isn't it? What and would like you, do? you say, <sighs> you know, I don't. <laughs> and I don't, don't want to no say idea. who in the band. I would hate to. <laughs> I, no bad mojo, but just imagine you're in a band, kind of like the music, uh, and you guys are close, and you're in your heyday, and everybody loves said band, uh, and then one of said band members, you know, passes away in some untimely death, you know, and you have this close relationship with them. Are you like, man, sorry, dude, no, you're right. move yeah, on. Yeah, no, or I don't know. I don't know. I really don't have. No, you're right. You're right. I won't. I certainly wouldn't be in any way contemplating doing any shows. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think that takes into account differences in personality sure. and and things like, you know, I would. Um, well, it's very difficult to speculate how anyone would take that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but. I'm, I I can't see me being in the right place to. It would it would take someone else to drive that. I think I think if that situation happened, I don't think I'd be the one dragging everyone forward mm. to do a show. 
if someone else dragged everyone forward to do a show in a really strong and correct sort of way, then maybe that'd be different. But I don't think I'd be the one, you know, I'd find that situation, I'm, I'm sure, like anyone. Yeah. Very difficult, but I don't know. I mean, it, I, I don't know what elements would play into your thinking. Do you know what mm. I mean? In, in stuff like that. But nothing's more important than, than um, you know, than, than things in real life like that, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's always sad. It's always sad, man. Yeah. There's, there's not much more that can be said, really, um, other than, you know, absolutely great musician and uh, a really great bloke. Really great bloke as well. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, you know, on to, to continue the discussion about how mad this week has been. Did you see Will Smith slap the shit out of Chris Rock? <laughs> Did I? I mean... <laughs> I think everyone has, haven't they? <laughs> I have so many mixed opinions about this, but uh, yeah, it's it was not okay. I'm sorry. It's not okay. <laughs> there's no I, there's no justification for violence like that. I'm I'm not I'm not in that camp. I'm team Chris for sure. And then there's their whole camp and I'm I'm very curious of what your opinion is. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, I don't know where you've been living, but uh by all <laughs> means get on YouTube and see that the on the Oscars, which I never would have watched. <laughs> um apparently Chris Rock told a joke uh and it, it uh, offended uh <laughs> Will Smith's wife and he got up on stage and literally slapped him across the face in live tv and suffered no repercussions for committing this violent assault uh and then they handed him an oscar after that Uh, yeah okay i mean i I, and i know there's two camps everyone's like wow you're bullying someone who has opicia you know okay first of all number one he didn't write the joke the, the Academy did. Uh, number two, uh, he didn't know that she had that. And even if he did, it's a joke. Uh, even if it's a bad joke, which it was not even a quality joke. It was just, it was a lazy joke, if anything. Certainly doesn't uh, constitute a, a violent assault. <laughs> Mm. yeah so mm. i don't know i um and i'm a huge fan of chris rock anyway like i think he's a brilliant comedian uh so yeah i think i'm team chris on this one but i'm curious to hear what your thoughts are well i mean this is dangerous territory isn't it on this podcast but i don't think there's anything wrong with uh expressing opinions either way on this on this matter hey, you have opinions this is you're allowed to have oh, no, absolutely 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 but you know um you can it, you can't deny that in this day and age it would be very easy to say something that could alienate um, a, a great number of people although I, I don't consider my views on it any different to anyone else's but yeah sure yeah. I mean the first thing to say I think is um, all the people insisting it was all staged and fake Definitely and like <laughs> It zo- it, but what astonished me was the you know someone had sort of zoomed in and slowed it down and like look you can see there that he don't touch him and he's like well yeah, all you've done wrong. to me all you've done to me is prove that he did touch him <laughs> what are you watching I'm obviously not watching the same thing as you do you know what I mean I know yeah. it's very easy to uh, to have sort of well whatever you label them conspiracy theories about these sorts of things and it there's no doubt as well that you know when I think when I watched it it was nine in the morning i think it had 35 million views oh yeah Do you know what i mean so, so there's no doubt that the after effects of heavily shining a spotlight on this situation there's no doubt that they haven't been um apparent to for everyone to see because the oscars is a drab effect. i was saying to someone the other night that it's a, sort of 20 years ago or maybe even 15 10 it it kind of meant some i paid attention to who were winning oscars do you know what i mean mm. um whereas 
I don't know if it's just a, a a take on films nowadays and the direction they've gone, but I don't know. No one no one cares anymore about I never that care. sort of, well, No, I, I certainly didn't. I mean, I am a bit of a film buff, so I do like to see great performances get what they deserve, but there's no doubt that there's, you know, that sort of thing. Um, it's not necessarily always driven by the quality of the performance, I don't yeah. think. Well, you know, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, yeah, that, that was my first thing, was why are people insisting it was fake because i think the other thing is you know it's not fake when will smith sits down uh, and begin and begins to uh, scream at chris rock and then it's kind of the the, the look in his eyes oh, like, oh, yeah. and everyone's but he everyone's like he's a, for sure yeah. <laughs> it, everyone's like he's an actor he's an actor yeah. it's like i'm sorry yeah. that is a narrow view yeah. there is a difference between acting and that bloke has gone yeah you know what and, I mean? and then even chris rock afterwards because anyone who knows chris rock first of all so many funny jokes came out of it which i, I listen i'm a fan of jokes too so even though i thought it was wrong to do some of the memes that came out were pretty hilarious but you know but i saw one thing people kept saying on twitter which was funny where they were like anybody who thinks this was an act has never seen any of Chris Rock's movies <laughs> because he can't act uh, but uh but but either way like it definitely wasn't an act but you could also see that after that he went on to the next category to, to announce it and he was oh, yeah, and flustered it, yeah like, he, of course even, he was like, yeah because me although credit to credit to him he had a great line as soon as it happened he stood there just got smacked by will smith i know yeah will smith just slapped shot. the shit out of me <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah oh no it was because because as well the second time he screams keep my wife's name out of your mouth he just yeah. goes i'm going to yeah okay yeah. Yeah. i'm going to just like right okay i want to draw a line under this i don't want to antagonize this man and do you know what my first thought was when he were walking up to him it's like well, it's, a, it's a good job he only cho- chose to slap him because if he if you know if he was gone as far as it kind of looked like it, yeah. you know, it could have could have bloody ended up doing anything. And there was no security anywhere, was there? Do you know what I mean? It's not well, like- yeah, they're they're there, but they're thinking, well, they know he's getting the Oscar. Like these people, or not not that security knows that, but I mean, they see Will Smith, you know, and he he has a little bit of you know clout, and he walks on stage, yeah. like, oh, they're friends. They're this is gonna who the security guys? They probably it might even be a bit that they don't even know about, you know. So here's Will Smith yeah. coming on stage for whatever reason. You now. You you get up and try to walk on that stage. They will tackle. You'll see nine security guys tackle. Yeah. You. <laughs> the cameras won't even see you because they would have caught you before then. I, I think I think my point was though that if if he had chose to do something more than just yeah. slap him, it was a it was quite a distance for any security guard to oh, have yeah. got over there. You know, if it had punched him properly and um, yeah. you know it had gone down. But one thing I think I, you can say is Chris Rock can take a slap. It took he can take it, a slap. And on he top took of that, that slap, I mean. You know, everyone's like, and still run a show. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I want really much of a slap. It's like, Will Smith's quite a big man. He's quite a big man, is Will Smith. And he, fair enough, he didn't wind up, but, he, you know, it was a it was a good old tosh across the face. It, it was, was an eye waterer. It was an eye waterer. That's what I described that as, where you can still stand there and you're fine, but you're like, shit, my eyes are watering. Bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? As your face is stinging like frig. I remember playing five-a-side footy with um, Rob playing as well, and uh, Rob booted ball, and it smashed me in cheek, and it was winter as well. And he just came running over like, oh, sorry, man. I was like, it's all right. It's all right. It, it really stings. It really stings, but it's all right. Do you know? Yeah. And I've never been smacked 
you know, like publicly, like, so I don't understand. Like I can only imagine that if that would have happened to me, there's no way I'm holding my composure. Like I'm, nice. I'm either going to walk off stage if I don't try to, re- you know, retaliate, but yeah. what I'm not going to do is be cool enough to actually, well, let's, let's run this show still. <laughs> yeah. It sets, it sets a, I mean, it sets a dangerous precedent as well, I suppose, yeah. doesn't it? Cause it's such a, such a public event and you know, yeah. not, not, not that anyone needs to only see that happen to think it's okay to go around slapping people. People. It's not how it works, obviously, but at, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really send out the best message. I think it's a bit of a, a clusterfuck, like a perfect storm of just little things that went wrong enough for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, and one of the things being perhaps Chris Rock didn't know about the alopecia thing. And, and you say the Academy wrote that joke, but there's a lot of stuff coming out now where the Academy is saying Chris Rock did not do that joke in rehearsal oh. and it was not and it was not an approved joke. Ah, uh, interesting. Um, but you know, that's still not that's still no way, excuse it was, to it was, it was not enough to yeah. It wasn't no, like he was I, even making fun of her disease. He was being in you know, he was showing in a very light way uh that well, he, she looked I, like Demi Moore, which by the way, that's not a that's not an insult. It's not a diss. <laughs> no, it's not a diss. Um I think the one thing that you can say is there's a hell of a lot more to that, isn't there? And you know, not that you know, it's not like a bloody gossip magazine, this, but um there's certainly been things well they've had a bit of a feud anyway because he made a comment in 2017 or something yeah. and a lot of people are making a point of the fact that will smith were laughing at first and then saw his wife's reaction and then took that as his cue to do something about it but yeah very it's very difficult pete because as much as you want to like how would you react if someone as you viewed it in the in the moment disrespected your wife but see if if you were filming me and I'm and just like let's just say I'm Will Smith and that whole is this, an, is is this answer is this answering my question? Yes, it is. Okay, so, so so I'm Will Smith and you say this joke to me. I'm probably going to laugh immediately because the truth is, is as humans, especially when you're on TV, sometimes you laugh. You don't even it hasn't even processed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they I, said. I get that. I get that. You know, people are laughing and you're like, <laughs> and then it's sinking in. You're like, wait, what? Like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so when I see that initial shot of her being like, Ugh, and him laughing, I don't pull that as Reading. him being yeah. like, oh, he totally processed and knew exactly what he was saying and suddenly changed his tune when he saw his wife. I don't think, no, that's no, I, I truly believe no, it took no. a minute for him to be yeah. like, I've been there, wait. I've been there, same, I've been there. Same. Like you say, it's, it's like a predisposed response and you giggle and then you, while you're giggling at the back end of it, you're thinking I'm, <laughs> computing, I'm, I'm about, computing, computing. yeah, what is my next move here? Because I tell you what, this giggle is just buying me thinking time. <laughs> That's all it's doing. And then I'm coming for you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But carry on, carry on. Cause you, you carry on. But that was the thing. So, yeah, I don't hold that against. Uh, I don't think he changed only because he saw his wife. But I do believe there was a lot more to it. I do believe that he was super dysregulated. Uh, and I think he took a little bit of that out on Chris. Uh, I think there might have been something behind that that has not been revealed, whether it's his relationship and the things that are going on. Uh, but it seems that it struck a chord for him, you know. <laughs> He seemed triggered. I'll say that much. He yeah, yeah. To say the yeah. least, man. When he got up there, even his apology speech when he was having his Oscars, like he, the man was, he was having a nervous breakdown almost. Like he, I don't know. He seemed. Yeah, super, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't pleasant to watch that. Yeah, it wasn't like you know. Look, I got. I overreacted. Something happened. I mean, it seemed like it was a little bit more. There was a little bit more into it than uh, than what yeah. than just that one joke. I'm pointing out you haven't answered my question yet. <laughs> 
What did I not? My, my question, my question was, what would you? I mean, you're you're what would I severely do? you're severely condemning Will Smith's actions, actions. But I was just curious in the event that you perceived yeah. that someone had disrespected your wife, what would your reaction be? So what I would do, honestly, is I would I would grab my wife's hand and I would lean into her and I would tell her, "This guy's an idiot." You know, like don't worry about him. And I would comfort her because that's what's most important is how she's feeling. I don't care about what you know. I'm more concerned about my wife than this guy and then when i got the oscars i would make a point to be like this guy doesn't understand what it means and blah 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 and i would have articulated that i would not have well it's interesting because that would have made chris rock i mean if will smith had simply got up there half laughing and said and just taking the mic and said all right all right just so you know chris this is a situation it's a medical condition I'm sure Chris Rock would have felt very, very small after that. Yeah, yeah. And I, can, way, I, I would have, I would have made the focus my wife, not not Chris Rock. But do you not think that in in as you've alluded to the fact that um, you know he did look very how would you put it wound up? Do you not in any way understand what drove him to do, do I that? Understand what drove him? Yeah. Not not do you not do you accept? Do you understand? Can you look at that and go, yeah, I can <laughs> I can see why that guy lost his head. I can see why that guy lost his head. So the funny thing about that is, is Chris Rock had an old bit back in the day when he talked about things like uh, O.J. Simpson, for example, you know, yeah, yeah, killing his yeah. wife. And he's like, I'm not saying it was right, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think that came full circle on him. <laughs> well, I'm not saying he should have got slapped. But I understand. The bottom line, the bottom line is, as I've read it anyway, anecdotally or wherever, that Chris Rock's latest tour, the tickets have gone from $40 to $400 a piece now. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Not that he needed that kind of publicity. It's it's, yeah, it's fascinating how long we have spent debating this. But to be honest, man, I mean, you know, it's it, it, was, it was quite shocking, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? It was like, did that yeah. happen? Did that it, actually it was, happen? It was pretty crazy for sure. Side note, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to publicly thank Mike Mobley again. So years ago, and I, this is, this is Mike. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he finds these things out. He has like this super Intel, but one day we were at work and he was like, Hey, you want to see Chris Rock tonight? And I was like, uh, um, what? Uh, yes. And uh, apparently there was a secret show that wasn't announced. Uh, it, it, you're not, you, you had to buy tickets to it, not knowing who you were buying tickets for in this mm. website for this uh, for this comedy club that only sat like, you know, a hundred people. It was like a small room in Florida. And it was like, you're buying secret, you're buying secret tickets and it doesn't say who it is. It's not announced. It's this weird thing. And he knew it was going to be Chris Rock. And I was like, uh, okay. And I went and saw Chris Rock and I literally was sitting like I could lean over and touch the stage and <laughs> it was like this little room and it was Chris Rock and he was working on new material for his big show that he did. Oh, like yeah, man, later. yeah. yeah like like he would tell jokes audience. and they would kill and then he would tell another joke and it wouldn't kill and he would he had a little notepad on stage and yeah, yeah, cross yeah. that one off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was kind of cool. So it was fun to see him. I, I've always been a huge fan of Chris Rock. I mean, to oh, me, me too. I, I like Chris Rock as well. Um Definitely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm team Chris. Sorry, Will. <laughs> it does. It really does seem to, to, to split people's opinions. I mean, there was probably a, there was probably a better forum for it. I think, you know, like, I think in my mind, if I was planning to do anything like that, I'd have been like, I'm going to sit here perfectly calm for the whole three or four hours of this crap. Yeah. And then I'm going to go and find him and just have a little conversation with him. Oh, I know you. I know for a fact <laughs> that, yeah, like if I said something like that to you publicly, you would just smile at me and be like, oh, Pete. <laughs> 
And then when nobody was looking, <laughs> yeah, it would be a totally different story. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I don't, he just, he, he properly, properly lost it in front of a lot of people, didn't he? And it was, if the slap, well, it, the slap was only, well, I suppose the slap was 50% of it, but the, the screaming afterwards was was just as significant or more telling than very more telling, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that I mean, and the way Chris Rock went, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, it's done. He was like, you could tell that dude were like And then his apology. Know. His apology also was insulting because he basically was justifying it. You mean his pub- you mean his publicist apology? Not his no. pub- his, that one his was publicist. better. But the, well, the, well the one that the one on his Instagram he wrote that is fucking publicist LaRoe. Right, that. right. But his initial reaction was, you know, love makes you do crazy things. What? Okay, so you basically are giving every person who abuses their spouse permission because they love them. Love makes you do crazy things. So I only hit you because I love you. Love makes you do crazy things, said Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure that's what he fucking said. Oh, well, you know, let's, uh, yeah, I can't make too many jokes. Yeah. I'm sure half these types of conversations, I'm sure, split every audience. So I'm sure there's people screaming as they hear this going, but well, he well, was a bully or blah, blah, blah. So listen, no, I know I there's mean, like, more than one side. I'm just that's saying. That's it. I mean, my, my overriding opinion on this is damn. Do you know what I mean? That is my overriding opinion <laughs> more than, all oh, right, okay, well, let's dissect yeah. who's at fault here. Sure, you know, it's you. just shit. You know what I mean? What a spectacle, man. It's, you know, it's like a fucking soap opera, isn't it? That stuff. Oh, yeah. and, um, and the memes have been so great. If, you, if, you, if you're not I, I mean, media, I, what sort of for the memes. <laughs> what sort of material is Chris Rock going to do now? He's going to be sat there like, oh, you know, what is going to happen there? I wonder oh, if he's know, never going to touch gonna be a it whole again. Bit. No, there's going to be a whole, were you kidding me? His next stand-up, there's going to be 10 minutes on this. You know, he's definitely, and of course he won't, uh, you know, he won't talk. It'll be self-deprecating. It'll be about the slap. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, be, yeah, But it yeah. won't be, it certainly won't be about Jada, you know. <laughs> he took it, I'd say, I'd say though, like, because I mean, you know, he wasn't expecting it, could have knocked him over or anything like that. It could have really looked embarrassed. But I think it has, in terms of what happened, Chris Rock came out of it as well as he could. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and he, you could tell he was extremely, extremely flustered but it, you know he'll have seen the look in his eyes i suppose as well when he walked over to him um yeah which is probably another thing that led him to think hmm, let's just attempt to defuse this as as best as we uh, this may not be over <laughs> but i mean what who was it who said do, do, you know is every comic now going to fear someone getting up on stage and chinning him oh yeah do you know what i, I mean although not not that he chinned him he, you know he open-handed slapped him it was very much i challenge you to a duel sir do you yeah, know what i mean don't that give kind people of a, permission to uh you know yeah. No, but before anyone does take any events, I, well, I don't believe anyone's expressed. It's Pete who's expressing the strong opinions. I express. I haven't expressed any strong opinions here. I don't approve <laughs> of that, and I don't like fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> but no, of course you cannot go cuffing people. People, everyone knows that you can't go around cuffing people unless you're prepared to do some time, or unless you're famous. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the memes I have mean, been hilarious, but oh my goodness, I saw one that said, uh, you know, they, you know, they're quoting the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air lyrics. It's like, I got in one small fight, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're moving to Bel Air, yeah. you know, all those things. Well, the trouble is as well, people have been digging back, and there's already clips of where Will Smith's taking the piss out of bald men and stuff like that. But it's a clip from thirty or thirty or twenty five years ago or something yeah. like that, and you're just like, come on, man, it's not. Yeah. I don't, I don't really find that comparable, to be yeah. honest. 
You know, yeah. the, as I've said, I think the situation's got so many subtle intricacies that we're not fully aware of. Mm. I don't pay attention to all this stuff at all. And the only reason it's a topic of conversation is because it's something that's happened and it's it's such a big deal. And to be honest, it's such a like, what the, what? Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's, it's like a proper one of those moments. Yeah. And even though it's been highly watched and so many downloads and I've watched it several times, it is not the video that I watched the most since we last spoke. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a video uh, titled No Danger uh, by you guys. Yep. Yep. Man, that is, uh, that's looking pretty good, my friend. Although I must say I was a little disappointed that Rob did not get out and scream the end of uh, No Danger was, because that's yeah, a key I part was, of that song. I was wondering if anyone was going to uh, point that out. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give him a, I'll give him a, I'll give him a, a very friendly. What about this? Although, um, I mean, yeah. Um, if he doesn't sound sing great. that, I'm going to volunteer to come on stage and sing that at Temple Newsom myself because that needs to be there. <laughs> I see. That's a, that's a bold claim, is that, Pete? It's a bold claim. We've been here before, you know. We've been here before with people going, oh, I've got I've got a bit of form. I'll get up on the stage. <laughs> can dance. And, and, we've been, and we've been sadly burned. We've been sadly burned. Do you know what I mean? Stood uh, there thinking, oh, my God, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, practice uh, went awesome. Practice two practices this weekend, Saturday, Sunday again. Uh, I was absolutely buzzing because I got to use a new strat, try that out on a few things. Oh, yeah. Um, which was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, the fuck, honestly, that thing plays stupid, honestly. It's so, the neck on it and the fretboard, the action, everything about that guitar oozes class. Mm. Um, and, you know, I did, I played it for the first time on the live stream. So when I bought it, I bought it on the Wednesday. I had, a, I had a bit of a look at it and a bit of, you know, just sat it on my knee, played it acoustically a little bit. And then I pretty much put it away because I was working Thursday, Friday. Yeah. So I thought, right. And, and I thought to myself, I thought, well, it might be kind of cool to effectively capture my reaction to it and just literally plug it in for the first time on the live stream and play it properly. So that's what I did. Um, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw it, Pete. I don't know if I you watched it. Were I you, was there. Oh, of course you were in, you were in. That's how much I was um, distracted. But yeah, that was good. yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love, I absolutely love that guitar. Amazing. Um, but it doesn't work on every song. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to be right for every song at Temple News. And, but I mean, you can hear yourself on No Danger. Oh, oh Christ, especially with that trem arm as well. Uh, just adds such a beautiful effect to it. Um, yeah, so practice been going really well. And I decided on Sunday to get the original Les Paul out, to get my 72 out. And I, don't, I mean, I don't know why I haven't done. Honestly, don't know why I haven't done. I think I just kind of got so into the strats. Do you know what I mean? I've been playing the strats on my own stuff and playing the strats on the streams. And to be honest, like strats are so much lighter than the Les Paul. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, exactly. It'd be awesome if I could just get away with playing this. But um, I think as much as I've been looking to maybe change that up a bit, I tell you what, as soon as I plug that 72 in, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm home. <laughs> you know what I mean? In terms of in terms of for the majority of the music songs anyway, certainly the um, you know, the the the, the classics, shall we say. It's hard to get them to sound right on anything else. Uh it's still gonna, you know, I'm still gonna be playing strats at the gig on, on a couple of songs, but definitely back to to using the Les Paul as well. Absolutely love it. And that Kemper's sounding amazing. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, some it felt like some extra clicked this weekend. Like We've been practicing and it's been slowly improving, but it's been a case of 
right, we can see improvement, but there's a little bit to go. Do you know, in terms of in terms of everything being autopilot again, yeah. because for the most for the most time, the previous sessions, everyone's just kind of looking at each other like, oh, who can remember what's happening here? <laughs> who can remember? And that's why on the no danger video, you'll notice like Rob giving me a nod. And it's because when like you noticed he did the Instagram rehearsals for no danger. So yeah. he'd been through it quite a few times. Yeah. And as a band, I think we'd only played it a couple of times and we were still all over the place. But Rob bless him, had played it that many times that he'd memorized the structure. Uh, so that really Really helped us practice it but I mean I'll be honest with you I filmed quite a lot of that I, I don't even you know like I, I'm not there to film do you know what I mean I'm there to set up practice and make yeah. sure everything goes right with with what we're doing and with what I'm doing and what happens is I suddenly just as we're about to start a song Phil's just about to click in for four and I go oh shit let me film it let me film it and I'll get my camera out and just yeah. Plonk, plonk it somewhere. I'm not at that point going to say, right, lads, if you just allow me to uh, find the best camera angle and make sure we've, you know, we've got enough sound coming towards the camera and it's pointing at the sources we want because that's obviously going to make it sound better. Yeah. Oh, I have, man, that's not what this shit's about, man. Do you know what I mean? I'm there to play the fucking song. So I grab the camera, I set it up and I press play. Do you know what I mean? And uh, there's a little shelf next to me and that's usually where it buddy goes. Yeah. So I filmed quite a lot. And then, as I say, things clicked, like really clicked on Sunday when I brought the Les Paul and filmed a bit more and stuff was sounding really great, man. And that's why I did that little flurry of videos. But No Danger was actually from the Saturday and I didn't put anything out on the Saturday. It's weird, man. It's weird how I approach that. But I kind of put those three on Twitter and then I thought nothing of it. And you know what? I went in my phone gallery because I don't know if anyone knows. Well, you probably know, but if you if you film loads of high quality eight to ten minute videos, and not only does it fill your gallery up, but your fucking battery slows down. Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? You, you, your phone battery starts to starts to run down. So I was like, you know, I can't end up filling everything up. And I, and and people out there will be like, well, use backup. I don't. I useless i don't know anything about that i don't trust it it's all invisible I, you know i don't work with that kind of shit i don't work with invisible storage if storage is there it's on a hard drive something i can see i don't work with invisible stuff so let's just leave <laughs> that there so anyway i'm sat in my phone gallery thinking right let's delete everything from saturday because sunday uh, sounds better do you know what i mean sure so i clicked on all the saturday videos and i hovered over delete and then i thought uh, well, I'll just check a few. I'll just check a few. And first one I clicked on were No Danger. And bear in mind, I hadn't watched any of the videos when I got home on Saturday night, so I was quite tired. And I just thought, oh, I'll film again on Sunday anyway. So I didn't really think out of them. Then I thought, well, I'll just check one. And I checked, no, I checked the first one, and it was No Danger, and started. And I thought, that sounds good. And then we all started playing. And I'm like, fuck it, it sounds absolutely mint. And I don't like to kind of overface people. I get really excited, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's, sure. like, it's like when I'm writing songs on Patreon, sometimes they're out you know two days there's another one out because i just rather than saving it a bit and thinking right well i'll stagger things to give myself a bit more flexibility yeah, i just dump yeah. stuff out so i was like well i won't put anything else out and it was about half 11 quarter to 12 or something and i watched that video and i just thought fuck that putting that straight on youtube <laughs> do you know what i mean it's like on twitter check this fucking shit out honestly it sounds mint yeah. sounds mint and there's no mistakes in it and you know a lot of the times i've tried to film it it's been like okay well we can use the first like minute but the rest of it's a bit of a clusterfuck of us all looking at each other going who's doing what are you you know part of me would love to see that stuff too because i feel like that makes it more authentic you know like the <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah it just makes uh, it funnier to think like you know because we all understand i mean we're humans you know there's a lot of things i've done that i'm like wait how did i do that you know yeah uh, and so it would be oh, yeah, funny. yeah it'd yeah. be funny just to see like you know you guys wham in this song that everybody knows and and all of a sudden it's like, wait, what's next? 
<laughs> yeah, oh, there's plenty. There'll be plenty. I mean, I could probably go through go through stuff and find the outtakes. But the point is, anyway, is I was just about to delete it, and I'm bloody glad I didn't because it sounds ace, and you can really hear that strat sounding amazing on that with that trim arm. Just add such a, an extra level of depth. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I tell people enjoyed that because it's got like 1,600 views already, and I put it out. Was it not last night? The night before last? Yeah. Or was it last? Was it last night? When did I put it out? Was it last night? No, it was the night before. And night before last. Those views are me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what that's what I mean. Uh, usually, when I put YouTube videos out, uh, it's you know it's a slightly slower uptake, um, and it's even good if videos finish on six hundred views after God knows how many months. But yeah. yeah, after a few days, that thing's on fifteen hundred views already. So you can tell people are into that, and yeah, it sounds great. It sounds really good. Really happy about how rehearsals are progressing, and yeah, yeah the other videos as well sounded cool as well. And that's one thing, you know, I'm aware that a lot of the time when I put these little guerrilla style pop-up videos up, I'm not capturing the whole band. So that's why I deliberately filmed Phil and Stu. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's another bloody story because I thought, right, well, what's going to be best to film Phil on? And I'm like, well, you know, too high or something that's got, you know, a really dramatic ending. So I thought, well, you know, walls. Uh, so I set it up and filmed walls. But as you can tell, I've had to really severely mess with it because when I watched it back, I was like, oh, great. You can't fucking see him. All you can see is light bleeding through that bloody window. Oh, so I thought then that was I intentional. To, I, no, the, man. The, so the then the I had film, to sit. The coverage or whatever it is. The, yeah. No, it, when I watched it back, everything was pitch black apart from that window because it had overexposed it or underexposed. I don't fucking know what it is, but either way, I thought, oh, that's no problem. I'll put it into I'll put it into some editor and yeah. up the brightness. So I thought I were really clever putting it to, in, into an editor and up in the brightness. And then I bounced it out and I sent it to Ross. First person I thought of was Ross because Ross loves Phil's drumming. He absolutely loves him, idolizes him as a drummer. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to send this straight to Ross. He's going to absolutely love this. Sent yeah. it to him and there was no, no freaking sound on it. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Oh, I was absolutely gutted because it captured a perfect performance from Phil and Stu as well and especially Phil um, towards End of Walls when he really starts to go absolutely whiplash um, it, you know it was beat perfect and I was absolutely mortified and so was Ross Ross were like you bastard <laughs> like, can't believe you sent Jeez. me a video with no audio Phil playing drums um, and then I thought I thought to myself, I'm having this. This can't be right. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough, I've put this footage in and I've up brightness, but where's my sound gone? So luckily anyway, messing around in my phone, uh, I managed to find it somewhere else. God knows what we're different about it. And tried it again and it worked, thank God, because yeah, it's such great footage of yeah. Phil and Stewie's that. And as I said, you know, great to be able to show you know show phil do his thing as well because it's not something i've managed to capture much although the original no danger video i put up i'm pretty sure that's only me and phil uh, but that's only like a minute of it or something when we were just getting it back up and running yeah. but yeah as well my guitar sound on that is fucking sick but honestly that yeah. kemper you know that that's my live stream sound is that that i love that sound so much I've, you know every live stream has just been that sound but last <laughs> God knows how long, but I'm getting tons of material out of it. You know, the last Sounds one, uh, the, yeah, the last live stream we did, I absolutely loved it and got quite a few things out of it. And actually, that's probably what I'll be end up, ending up doing after this podcast is um, going through that and try to find the little bits that, you know, where as you're doing it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going somewhere. This, you know, yeah, I, I need yeah. to I need to come back and look at this. Definitely. There's gold in them, Thar Hills. This is exactly say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The other funny part on Twitter uh, was <laughs> I saw this one clip of you guys playing. I think it was uh, Welcome to the North or whatever. And it was really good. And, and then someone said in the, in the comments, they were like, wow, how did you make the drummer invisible? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like, yep. there was just an empty drum set there, and apparently <laughs> Phil was off out, out of frame. But yeah, that was, uh, I almost spit my drink out when I read that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, I did think, gosh, shit. Yeah, it does look funny because there's just a bloody drum kit there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very pleased that people like those videos and, you know, I like, I like to give people a little bit of a, a window into what's going on, man. Do you know what oh, I mean? Man. Yeah. It's I, I like, I like excited. that's it. And I love sharing excitement with people. I, I, do you know what I mean? I love it. I can't help it. I'll, if I find something that says I can't help, but go, oh, fucking check this out. Come and check this out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's all, that's all Twitter is for me, you know? And I thought, well, I put two, I put one video out. That's enough. And then you're like, oh no, that sounds ace as well. Oh, I put that out. And you're like, oh, that sounds ace before you know it. I like <laughs> fucking, there'll be 20 videos, but no one's complaining, are they, man? Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you what, though, it's one thing I'll say uh, just very quickly, and this probably won't apply to many people. Yeah. I have come across a couple of people who um, listen to the podcast but aren't aware that I have a Twitter and a YouTube. Do you know what I mean? That they've only sort of uh, seen stuff on Instagram. So obviously, if you are listening to this podcast and you don't know about the YouTube and my Twitter, you don't even have to follow me on Twitter. Just check it. It's my Twitter. My Twitter is open, so you can literally just be on Google and and check it. But come on, follow me, man. I enjoy I enjoy getting more followers. There's nothing wrong with it. But yeah. the the basically long short is I don't get Instagram. I don't get it. I don't know how to make it work. And to be quite honest, I haven't really got much uh, desire to learn how to make it work either. So Twitter, Twitter is so easy that that's where I put updates. So this has got nothing to do with, oh, uh, I don't like Twitter because of this or that. No one gives yeah. a shit, to be quite frank. I don't give a shit, honestly. Yeah. yeah, if you want information on what I'm doing and updates, it's it's majority on Twitter because it's just yeah. easy to, to, to type something. I don't know how to, you know... I, you have to put a picture on Instagram. Anyway, anyway, I'm getting exasperated with myself now. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, basically, I do a lot more stuff on YouTube and Twitter than I do on Instagram um, because I don't know how to make Instagram work. But there we go on that subject. <laughs> well, yeah, man. And listen, it, it seems like Twitter does everything you need it to do, right? It's a place where you can have conversation, interact with people, and share well, videos. That's it. And that's really that's all what, we care about. That's and that, that's all I care about, man. Yeah. People are like, oh, I don't use Twitter because there's far too many idiots on there. And it's like, <laughs> what? And there isn't on them. Facebook or fucking anywhere else. Like you say, I've never... Never encountered any. Yeah, if you, Honestly, if you haven't I learned the mute functionality in Twitter, it's a life yeah. changer. <laughs> but that's that's the bottom line is I hear too many people say, well, I've got a problem with Twitter. Have you? Well, <laughs> all right. Well, you're a bit, you know, like, get over it. <laughs> yeah. If you've got a problem with Twitter, you're obviously pissing people off. Yeah. That's all I think. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't take any flack. Um, but I'm not out there expressing contentious opinions. I think that some people view Twitter as the platform to go out and express contentious opinions. Maybe it is. I don't know. This is my point. I'm not. I'm not connected to the pulse of these things. And like I say, quite frankly, I couldn't give a shit. It's literally just an opportunity for me to communicate with people. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't. I couldn't care less what the heading at the top of it says. Bloody Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, there are billions of people on all of these platforms. And the truth yeah, is, is there's different circles. And your experience on one of these platforms is going to be based on who you follow and who you listen to. And if those people what you annoy say. you, yeah. And if those people annoy you and your interaction with them annoy you, yeah, it, that said platform is going to suck. You know, whereas if you, you know, customize it so it's the people that you want to hear about, the people you're interested, the topics you're interested in, it's going to be pretty mm. cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's some really, there's some really funny, engaging people on Twitter, aren't there? And I'm sure there are some idiots, but there's bloody idiots everywhere. Oh yeah, there's definitely idiots, but yeah, that's what mute's for. 
Yeah, exactly. But it gives me the, you know, it lets me, it gives me enough space to actually type something. Whereas I don't think Instagram lets you type that much. I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm spending <laughs> too much time talking about this. I just Absolutely. don't have any platform loyalty. I have no platform loyalty. I have no brand loyalty. I aren't one of those guys. And to be honest, those guys kind of need to, well, open the minds a bit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like people are just like, oh no, I only ever buy Gibson. Yeah. Why? <laughs> You're missing out on a myriad of all people like, no, I only like heavy metal or I only like rap. It's like at the end of the day, it don't matter. Everyone does, you know, whatever they want to do. And I'd never tell anyone any different, but yeah. you know, it's like, well, really kind of missing out on. And if you don't try the competition, you don't have a balanced view. That's the other thing. Go buy them all. Then you can sit there and make your own decision at the end of the day. Oh yeah. I guess that's what people do with socials when they turn around and say, I've been burnt on there. I'm going back on it. Yeah. It's like, well, sorry, I aren't learning another platform just to inform you of what I'm doing. Mm. <laughs> That's well, just me being honest. I'd like to make a public apology to all um, all listeners in England for insulting fish and chips. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I received a number of uh, comments uh, publicly and privately, and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry that I do <laughs> not like fish and chips. <laughs> It is not okay, Pete, okay? It is not okay. Your opinions are not okay. It is worse than Will Smith getting on stage at the Oscars and slapping Chris. Yes, yes. I am Will Smith to fish and chips. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I knew that. uh, Well, did you not hear my um, reaction when you said it? I was like, oh, God. Do you know what I mean? I think apart from, apart from Mike Mobley and maybe a couple of other people, there's going to be a lot of people like, fucking, I don't like fish and chips. What is that guy about? <laughs> I did like Andy M's, uh, Andy M's little tweets, though, where he uh, just sent the little McCafe. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> that was that was classic and the fish and chips. Bit. I saw this and thought of you, mate. <laughs> that yeah. is so typically, uh, uh, I, yeah, just love that stuff. Love that banter. But yeah, man, you do need to, you do need to re reevaluate your opinion on fish and chips you do it has to be done okay so this has been another um relatively random sort of episode but that's just how shit's going at the moment we will you know we'll get back to the music content and having guests on and that sort of stuff but we have just been enjoying having a bit of banter and you know it seemed from it seemed from people's responses and that that you guys are enjoying it too uh but yeah uh saying that i think it's about time to wrap things up so yes thank you very much everyone for listening and thank you pete fletcher for always keeping me company on these things <laughs> always Uh, but yeah, um, I knew that you have to cut a lot of these um's, Pete, out because it's pissing me off. Um, and oh, fucking hell, I did it as soon as I came back. And now yeah. you're going to leave that in, aren't you? You are so going to leave that in. 